Hi, I'm Abby Rosenblum, founder of the Social Modern Matchmaking and your host of Ghosted, a podcast about making dating easy and fun again so you can find your boo. Get it? We'll talk with dating experts, coaches, and real clients of mine and single people from around the world. Stick around for corny jokes, dating advice, and deep dives into the psychology behind finding love. Welcome back to the Ghosted Podcast. I hope you're excited to learn something about dating, relationships, being single. And the big question I think we'll be addressing today is, why are you still single? And hopefully we'll be helping you answer that question. And I have the perfect guest joining me. Jennifer Koch is a personal stylist and founder of Stylegasm. She believes that style is more than the clothes you wear. Style is expressing your true self to the world. And fun fact, she used to teach Why Are You Still Single Workshops, a perfect guest for today. Thank you. I'm so delighted to be here. Awesome. And I think we're just going to have some fun today because I've had a day and you've been looking forward to this. So, you know, bear with us, but we're going to talk about all kinds of fun stuff. <laughs> so, Jennifer, let's rewind a little bit and share with everyone how you got into styling and why that world intrigues you. Yeah. Well, I've I've always loved style. I think since I was a little girl, in some way I knew that's always what what I, my greatest love was. I was very shy and I found clothes were a way for me to express myself. And my mom used to make us dresses on picture day and I loved being able to go to the fabric store and be able to create something that was unique to me. And I wanted every day to feel like picture day. Yeah. My, my, I've had a background for 15 years in fashion before I became a stylist. I worked in high-end retail. I worked in PR fashion in Paris and I had my own brand actually in Bali, Indonesia, a made to order brand and just naturally evolved into being a stylist with people you know, asking me to help them in their closets and with their wardrobes. And so, the, yeah, that's what, that's what I do now. And I absolutely love it. And I think that not enough single people are really thinking about what they're wearing and their style when they're going on dates. You know, do you find single people are coming to you wanting some advice about that? Because they definitely are asking me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. There was a time, I think about when I had my my fashion brand, most of my clients were single. And that's actually how why I ended up doing a workshop called Why You're Still Single. And it was it was kind of a a bit of a joke in a way and ended up being a big hit with people. But I find it interesting, yeah, singles and style. I think there's people that try way too hard with style and that they're not actually authentic. Like they put so much effort into looking a certain way and it's just, you know, like too much makeup, too tight. And then you also have the other spectrum of people who just aren't putting any attention and then they don't even realize they're getting judged because they're just not putting their best, you know, their best self forward in what they wear. Right. And I feel like it's also different city by city. Like, you know, I'm in Denver and the biggest thing I run into is telling people like, please don't wear hiking boots on a date. Like that's something I actually have to remind people of. (laughs) Definitely. I mean, I would say always like to be like, be your authentic self, you know, but I think, yeah, again, there are probably some boundaries of like, you know, clean up a bit, put on a fresh shirt. Like you can, if you are a outdoor kind of guy, there is a way you could wear you know, a nice flannel shirt, some good jeans, like you can look put together while still not trying to be something that you're not. And for sure it varies. I think dating culture is so different. I'm sure if you're in Manhattan, that's very different if you are in a small town or some some other urban place as well. And that can 
for sure affect what you wear. And you also, the context of what kind of date you're going on and what kind of outfit would be most fitting for that date is something to think about. Right. Like I always tell people, you know, I set up a lot of dates that are outside, you know, by no means do you need to wear something super, super fancy. If you're going on a walk at the Botanic Gardens or something like that, you can be comfortable, but I still stand firm on the no hiking boots on a first date, yeah. regardless of whether what you're doing outside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Like I think the, the best, you know, a style that's going to bring out your your natural beauty. I think a lot of dates these days, first dates are going to be more casual because that's the the times that we we live in. Most people aren't doing, you know, like a, a formal dinner on the first date. So, and I think a lot of it with style is you feeling good about you because you probably are nervous showing up first date. It is a vulnerable thing to do. And if you're wearing, if people are wearing something that's like fussy, that just doesn't fit right, that just doesn't feel like them, like that's going to come off in, in your vibe. And so those, those subtle details really matter. Right. I mean, I even still remember the outfit that I wore on my first date with my husband. Like, I don't, you know, I just remember it maybe obviously because it was memorable to me, but you know, it's something that I also wore a lot. Um, I always tell people like, don't reinvent the wheel and pull out a new outfit every time you go on a first date. Just repeat the same thing. As long as it's not dirty, you're good. So I would love to know what was that outfit? What were you wearing? It was a black pair of jeans, some like kind of black edgy boots with some buckles. And then I had a... I was all black. See, like yeah. here I am in a bright color. Normally I'm more like this, but I'm in like a black kind of bell sleeve, long sleeve shirt. Ooh. So yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Could have gone with a little more color, but it was January. You know, we all are feeling. Yeah. Black it worked out well. You made a very good first impression. Oh. <laughs> and I've, I've seen that with clients. I have, you know, a number of clients that are married or in long-term partnerships. And it's really cool when they're like, oh, yeah, this is what it were on the first date. And that's a great, like, great thing to hold on to and that they, they've obviously felt their best on that date. Right. What are some of the like trends you see that work really well for people when they are trying to make a good first impression? Hmm. I like seeing people wearing colors that really flatter them. Like you look, you're wearing this vibrant red top and it is so flattering. You. you know, it's so beautiful. It just like, just brings out this glow in you. So I love when people, oh, yeah. You're too good to me. <laughs> no, it's the truth. Notice it when you first came on. When people are wearing colors that are just enhancing their natural beauty, that also feel in a line with their spirit too. I'm not one of those stylists like you can only you have to wear this color palette because I think there's also a whole that we're a soul and there's certain colors we're attracted to for certain reasons. I also see the trends. You know, even though I'm a, I'm in fashion, like I'm not super into like this is the trends of the season. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. I just I, am thinking too, like some of the things you notice when people yeah. do make that good first impression. So it sounds mm -hmm. like wearing a color that flatters them is definitely one. Yeah, <laughs> definitely clothes that fit well. Like even so I mean, important. I think for most people, like just a really good pair of jeans that amazing you know like that can make such a difference and that can go with like so many outfits you know I'm a big proponent of like when your hair feels good it's like a good great day so I don't know about you that might oh yeah 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 like I you know just making sure I, you don't have to go necessarily I, if you have something really special you know go get it blown out or something but just you know like washing it like having it just 
feel awesome, I would I would say. What are other things? I mean, I love, I think fashion can be such a great conversation with people. If you, for instance, if you love to travel, like wearing something from a piece that, that you got somewhere or, you know, just like in, like interesting interesting pieces and I've been I've always been so amazed how many guys they they really they really like style like they like they like they comment on my style or if I just have something is a little bit unusual they're like oh that's really cool I think it shows a lot of you know it shows courage it sort of shows personality so just doing something that speaks to you whether it's like a fun bag or a piece of jewelry or just just something that's different than just your standard plain stuff Right. You don't need to come in the all black outfit. You can be a little different. <laughs> no, no, I'm sure it was great. You had some great sleeves. And I mean, it, it doesn't, you can, you, there's a lot you can do in the spectrum of neutrals and black as well. Right. You know, definitely. And you do an interesting process with your clients. You gave me a little window into kind of how that works, where you actually almost have like a tarot card of your style or explain it better than I can right now. <laughs> Yeah. So I have this deck, it's called the Style Oracle deck, and it's a deck of like 50 cards and it features 50 women from around the world. I'm actually right now getting it illustrated at the moment. So I'm like getting it back back up and sold again. But what, what's cool with it is so that's is when you pull a card, there's a whole page of description about what that means because you know, style, as you mentioned, in my bio is like so much more than just what you wear. It's how you want to go and express yourself. And the cards can give some really interesting insight that there's there's some new layer how you want to express, whether it's here, I'll look at some of the cards, whether it's like more sassy, more more sexy, more quirky, more playful. Yeah. So it's a, it's a fun, fun thing that I do with, with my clients and for people who want to hear more about my work. Yeah. I know when we met, I got glamour which, you know, I don't know if it fits or not, but it sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I didn't forget that. So. Yeah. Amazing. Love it. And so you said when you had your clothing line, you noticed a lot of your clients mm-hmm. were single and you started this, why are you still single workshop? So uh-huh. share a little bit of what went into that workshop. Did people end up not being single after the workshop? You know, <laughs> tell me more. Yeah, it was just funny how it all came about because my coach just, I always did workshops regularly and one of my friends had a cafe and my coach at the time was like, you should do something for single people, you know, you have all these single clients and stuff. And so we ended up you know, doing it at the cafe and my, my friend who owned the cafe was also single and she was in her 50s and it was really funny because she she's like really good at making playlists. So she had like a really good playlist. I wish I could remember the name of the songs, but like, you know, like good for like love and stuff. It was really funny. And it was just the most wild experience because, you know, I always did workshops all the time and like every month or pretty frequently. And when I put this event on Facebook, like I just got like the most in- – insane amount of like feedback back. Like people were like, I'm coming to this. And people were inviting their friends. It was like kind of a joke, but then people were like, oh, actually, I think I might need to come to this. So it just, it, it was just this kind of weird idea that turned into just sparked, you know, people really wanted to come and they really wanted to know, like, why am I still single? So, and it really turned into, I think initially I thought it was going to be like, more centered around clothes or something, but it, but I really brought all my different ideas around personal development. And it was, it was, it was very fun. So it was a dinner. My friend had put together this really nice, you know, like three course dinner, men and women came. I'm pretty sure it sold out. There's probably 
it was like 25 or 30 people or something. And I mean, we started with like, you know, the game Never Have I Ever? Of course I do. Yeah. Yeah. We we started with that and yeah, it's a lot of like games. I remember it's just like a lot of laughs. That's definitely my, you know, my style. I definitely like to have fun and, but also like reflection too. I had this really fun exercise where I had people, because, you know, I'm an artist. So I had people, I okay, get up pens and paper. And I was like, think of like your, a recent ex of yours and what animal would your ex be? And then I had oh, them like draw the animal. Gotta be hilarious what came out of that. Totally. Like I remember one one guy was like, you know, his his ex-wife was a beaver and someone else's was a, you know, a, a ferocious cat or, you know, or like a lemon in my one friend. It was like a lazy, oh, what was it? A, a sloth or something. It was, it was oh, so no. funny. But really what you realize is like at the end, it's like, you're actually that, like you're projecting that your ex was this, but like, where, where are you that? Mm -hmm. So people really left like that night being like, wow, that was really insightful. Like things I, they never really seen it that way. And it ended up becoming, it ended up becoming the wire system was a hit. So I did another workshop and then I ended up self-publishing a book at the time and it became a bit of a movement and we did this like book club for a couple rounds and yeah it was it was a lot of fun and I you know people always ask like so so what is the answer to why are you still single right yeah you know? what is the answer we need to know what is the answer well you know there's never exactly one one size fits all for for anything I did talk about in the I have a lot of entrepreneurs in my community. If you know the whole like sales funnel and you get leads and you got to convert them and then, you know, you get the result. And so that's one thing that I talked about with my, with the people is like, everyone's different. Some people just aren't dating enough. Like they're not having enough leads. There's like, people don't know they, the, people don't know that they exist. And then there's other people who are going on a bunch of dates, but with the wrong people and the other people like they just suck when they're in the relationships and they just blow the whole thing up. So it can depend on the person. But I, I think if I, if I had to say like the one central thing is I feel like when, when people are like truly themselves, like it's this embodiment of like really true and like who they are and what they want. I think that that's, that's when it happens that you find the person. So it's just, you know, full alignment with, with yourself. Right. I see that too. And I see a lot of people are sort of afraid to be honest with who they really are. You know, they might mm. be wanting to project some kind of image or maybe their whole life they've pretended to be a person and now it just sort of seems real for them. Or maybe in their personal life versus the corporate world, they don't know who to be. Mm. I'm sure maybe you ran into that in some of your workshops. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and I saw it with myself as well, you know, like had a number of, you know, past partners and stuff and like, yeah, just not really being honest with, with myself about what it is that I really wanted and what I wanted in a partner and who, who I was. And I think in the, in why you're it's so easy to project about like, oh, well, there's no men or there's no, <laughs> I had all these awful exes. It's like, you got to look in the mirror. At the end of the day, it always comes back to you. Right. If you find yourself being like, oh, well, there's nobody out there. Everyone online sucks. You know, it might be time to say, let's pause, take a little time out here mm -hmm. and like do a little soul searching. And I know it's like, oh, but I can't put my dating life on pause because I want to get married and I want to have kids. And every day, you know, that goes by that gets further away. But that also can be a good time to just pause and really figure out 
Like, what is it that I want and who do I want to put out into the world? Because if there's a disconnect there, then there's never going to be a good connection between you and another person. Yeah, that's so true. Definitely. Yeah. And, you know, as a matchmaker, I run into a lot of these (laughs) things all day, every day. I think it would be kind of fun if we revived the Why Are You Single workshops and and did more of that. (laughs) People were really sad when I when I stopped it, I had a lot of fun with it. I feel like, you know, I was like, some part of me knew like style is like my main gig, but I've always wanted to bring it back. So who knows, maybe we we could do something because it is, it was a blast. And because it was also, it was split between men and women. And even in my book club, a lot of times it was like 50, 50. So it became great when it works out like that. Yeah. So it became this really great community because and people were different ages. I mean, I had people, in their, I mean, probably had some in their like later 20s, but 30s, 40s, 50s. I think I even had someone in their 60s. It's like, it, it wasn't, it wasn't a place where people came to necessarily like try to get a partner from it, but it was like a practice ground for each other and where they could reflect and hear honest feedback to each other because you're going, because when I did the book club, it was like, it was five weeks or something. And we, we met, we met once a week in person or I did on zoom another time. And so people like each week, people are like, learning about each other and you're getting these reflections from people and you can get reflections from men that you might as a woman that you might not really realize and i made them it was kind of funny i made them all i called it like date each other i made them all like go spend an hour with each other like throughout the course everyone had to spend a little time with each other even though a lot of these people would would have never you know really dated because they're just on different you know but it was like it's good practice for you and then at the very end this was like my favorite one of the favorite parts the very end of the five weeks I had people that it was an optional thing but I had people at like basically the very end ask all of their fellow peers so why do you think that I am still single and people always had the most beautiful yeah people always had the most beautiful reflections it was it was usually like you know you're just you're worthy of of so much more you you know like it was it was always like really nice. But sometimes, yeah, we do need those reflections. We can't always see ourselves, like what it is that we're doing that holds us back. Right. And spending five weeks with someone in a group, maybe then also, you know, getting an hour with that person. It's good to get that perspective. Because I always think about this too, when you go on dates, you know, not through Matchmaker, you rarely get feedback of here's what you did wrong, or here's what you could do better. So it's such a valuable experience to actually get to know that because you could just go on your whole life never changing anything and then never meeting anybody. Yeah. I mean, I I can see so much value in working with a matchmaker because you think about all these other things in, in our lives that we get support on and then we get feedback on and whether it's, you know, career coach and all these things. And, and in a lot of ways, your partner he chooses one of the biggest decisions, Huge. maybe even the biggest of your life, just kind of going into going into it blindly. Like we really want that really honest uh, yeah, that honest feedback and really like, I can imagine you save people so much time and energy to get like the qual- more like qualified aligned prospects. Right. Really cool. I mean, I really try to, as long as people are honest with me, with who they are and what they're looking for, then yes, it's kind of the same concept of what you were talking about. But I feel like now I'm all excited. Yeah. We need to do more with this. Why are you still single concept? It's great. <laughs> I know. We really, really should. It was so fun. I know you mentioned you got some interesting dating stories, maybe some good ones, maybe some (laughs) bad ones, maybe some in-between ones. I know people on this podcast love a good ghost story, as we like to call them. Is there one that you could share, one or two that 
you know, could just let people know, okay, you're not the only one. Oh, you know, I don't think, well, I've actually never been on, I've never done online dating. That's, okay. I, That's great. Yeah. I, I think it would be good. It probably would be good too at some point. Yeah. I'm trying to think what I've had. Oh man. What are some funny stories or really? Well, this is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually had a boyfriend. We ended up like parting ways life direction, but it was a great relationship for the time. And speaking of style, like he really liked my, like he really liked my outfit. He's he'd seen me in a workshop, which his friend taught the workshop. And he later asked like, who is the girl and the really cute girl in the outfit? So, you know, you know, that can be part of what helps you stand out. Right. But, um, Dates. Oh, I went on one really bad date like a few years ago. Okay, good. I was hoping you'd, you'd pull one out of the vault. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I know there's been some, like, there's some of like, try to forget, you know? So I was like, I know they're in there. Like, oh, yeah. So I lived in, I lived in Bali, Indonesia for four years. And yeah, they, they say like in Bali, there's like a much higher percentage of like women, a lot of eat, pray, love kind of women. Uh, so, I was going to ask, dating there must have been very different. <laughs> it is very different. It's a very like, what's the word transient sort of place people come and go they do say yeah they do say it's not the easiest place to find love I mean I know people that have but yeah it's sort of like I I heard a lot of people that I, there's a high percentage of people that move there and get divorced because it's just a paradise maybe maybe anyways there's a whole lot of tangents and go on that but I, I'm going to tell you my story so I ended up I, I met this guy I don't even I can't even recall exactly where we met maybe it was at a I think I think a cafe in Bali it's very it's actually very easy to meet people you're just in a cafe it's very natural to start talking to people strike up conversations exchange information and he invited me to go on a a sunrise hike and I was like that's cool there's in, in Ubud there's this hike it's kind of in the center of town which I think I had done maybe maybe once but it's really beautiful it's like it's safe as well it's like a lot of people go go on it it's like uphill and there's just some really cute like artist stands along the way and you get to the top and there's this cafe with like a lotus pond and stuff and he he had invited me and I was like I mean it was very early but it was like it's cool it's like a creed I think we had to go at I don't know six or six thirty or something but oh, wow. and while it was a really nice idea of a date he talked and talked and talked and talked and didn't ask me like any questions uh, or anything. gosh come on man <laughs> yeah it was like like very awkwardly so. And then we ended up going, so it was like, you know, we went on the walk or whatever. And then, and I was like, maybe he's nervous, you know, okay. And then we went to a cafe. It's like this beautiful, like old Balinese place on the river. And she was like, well, we should go get breakfast. And it was like one of those, like, should I go? Should I not? I was like, yeah, okay. I, I, I should go. And then it just, it was like worse of him like talking and you just was like, blah, 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 blah. And he could just tell, I was just like, after like three hours of this guy, I was like, get me out of here. I guess I wasn't, I wasn't so good with the, you know, I was just so fed up with it at that point. And um, after three I think, hours of just him talking yeah. at you, I mean, I, I'm surprised he lasted yeah. that long. I know it, it was, it was really awkward. And then I think maybe he, I'm, I'm trying to think what happened again. I think he maybe asked me uh, again. And I, 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 I don't know. I think he knew that it was, he just really like fudged it up. And so it was kind of awkward, but yeah, that was a pretty exhausting date. <laughs> or maybe he thought it was the best date ever. Cause he just got to talk about himself the whole time. And he's like, Oh, <gasps> she must've really liked me. 
<laughs> yeah. And it's one of those awkward when like, and he's talking about a lot of things that like, you don't really want to hear about. Like I remember he's telling me this long story about, and, and maybe it was a beautiful story, but like how he took care of his grandmother and then she died and it, it, but it was kind of heavy. Yeah. Um, and her first day. With, yeah. Yeah. It was a little bit intense. A little bit intense. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I'm glad you didn't have to go on a second date with that guy. And just good note, if, you know, you're on a date, always make sure there's a good exchange of conversation. You know, I always say, like, my goal is always to be asking more questions than the other person. And if you just keep having that goal, mm-hmm. then you'll hopefully end up listening more than you are talking yeah. about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is something that I do notice. I have had women do that too, where they talk a little too much Mm. about themselves on dates, but I do notice it seems to be more men. And please Mm. let me know, send me a message if you disagree, that tend to like talk more on dates because I think they, a lot of guys think, oh, I have to tell her like all the good things about me right Mm -hmm. now so that she knows Mm -hmm. like why she should hang out with me again. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I had a I had a spiritual teacher who was also into like relationships and she talked about how men, yeah, they want to like obviously the example gave was too much, but in the beginning, like they kind of want to put all the cards on the table. Like they have they have baggage from the past. Like they they just want they want you to know right away, but they want to like savor getting to know a woman. Like they want her to be this like mystery that they get to court and sort of like unfold bit by bit because yeah I remember her I remember a guy I dated during that time because he had he had like a kid and there was like some other things that were like it just put I don't know just put it out like very early a lot of things and she was like yeah he was testing you to see like if you would you know if you would be able to accept him because he didn't want to you know so I was like oh that's interesting yeah I mean it's all like I wish dating could be just way more straightforward. Like if I had my way, it would just be like, okay, I like these things. You like those things. Sounds like we align. Let's get to know each other. But you know, they have all these other layers of maybe this person's dating other people and they're not sharing it, or maybe they're playing games Mm -hmm. or maybe they're not ready for commitment. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think there's nothing wrong with laying it all out there in a healthy way, as long as you're not dumping all kinds of stuff that you shouldn't be in the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> totally. I bet you must have like so many great stories. Like, you must hear, you must hear all of it. I hear lots of stories. You know, I had a phone call earlier today with a guy who reached out to me and he said, well, you know, I don't really know if I'm ready for commitment. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm glad you're being honest with me because I would really hate to set you up on a date. And then this woman find out, oh, he's not really ready for commitment. Or it was like layers where he's like, and I don't really know if I have time. And I also just don't really know if I can like find someone that's good. Like there's a lot of layers there. And the timing thing is huge. You know, if you can't set aside a few hours a week, at least to meet someone and get Mm -hmm. to know them, you're never going to be able to form a relationship because that relationship will only require more time as it progresses. Yeah. That's the truth. <laughs> yeah. So timing, good yeah. factor in all of this. Yeah. And Jennifer, I always love to make sure we have time for our guests to plug how people can reach out to them. I know okay. that you can work with people virtually for styling. I know you're not doing the Why Are You Single workshops anymore, but maybe we'll restart those. How can people yeah. reach out to you? How can they follow you? Give us the info. 
Yeah. So on Instagram, I'm have a stylegasm, H-A-V-E-A stylegasm. Also my, that's my website. You can find me. That's probably the best place to find me or find me on LinkedIn as well. And uh, yeah, I do, I do a complimentary like 15 minute call where I pull one of my style oracle cards. I'm just chat about and see how I can help you. I, you know, work with people in different capacities. I have, pe- I've had people come to me being like, I want to get some looks for dates or I don't really know what looks good on me and I'm going this new phase of my life. So happy to talk with you and see what might work for you. And you do work virtually with people, right? I do. Actually, most of my clients are virtual. I think it's like awesome. 90%. Just want to yeah. make sure we get that on here because a lot of our people are local in Denver. And even though you're not, you can still reach out to Jennifer and get some help. Yes. Help her. Have her help you pick out some date outfits. She'll be way better at it than I am. So please reach <laughs> out to her. Um, and then any other words of wisdom, advice you'd like to give our single listeners? Hmm. Well, I would just say, it, you know, it takes it takes a lot of courage to put yourself out there. And I would just send like words of encouragement to all your people. And, you know, some of us, we can come and like laugh at, at the different things. But yeah, definitely as as you as you go through it, just like, yeah, keep keep going. And I'm sure you'll find the right person. Totally agree. You got this people who are listening today. And Jennifer, thank you again for taking the time to chat with me. Yes, it's been so fun. Thanks for having me on. Disclaimer, this podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.